Hey, y'all, welcome to another episode of The Dotted Line. This is the finale episode, so I'm super, super excited because we're ending season one off with a bang, right? And I'm really excited because I have Will here, um, Mr. Will Rooks. I'm going to say one of my first boos <laughs> from high school, so I'm super excited to have you, Will. Anything that you want to kind of say to the guests, introduce yourself or anything like that? Um... Just want to say hi, I'm Will, <laughs> and I'm here. <laughs> yes, wow, but yes. first booze. So yes, yes. Thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. So I want to talk about kind of how we met. And honestly, I don't remember the exact time that we met. Like, but I just Either. remember us being in high school and being in choir. Yeah. And you just having this like ginormous, like, gorgeous voice right and oh, me thinking true. like okay I can sing but I can't like sing like him so let, let me kind of do a little you know do <laughs> in the background no maybe I I'll sound as good as him with you. I remember <laughs> being in the car with you and you'd be like okay well we all know you can sing yes would- oh my gosh that was like swear we'd be in the car and you would have to like end it on on your little note I'm like okay we know we've been knowing since 06 that you can sing like we we all know where's the record deal clearly Mm -hmm. Um, I was just singing for fun but I mean you had like this big like I remember what was it uh Footloose you were in Footloose like you were the star of Footloose oh yeah what was that senior year or junior year I think it was senior year and like you nailed it like who knew that there could be a black Kevin Bacon <laughs> and could sing though you know what I mean yeah I mean it was yeah. it was cool so I feel like from high school graduating 06 and then we kind of like ventured off because I think you went to UNT I did I, I did. wasn't I was still being a thought somewhere nah no 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 because I remember I remember uh, I was hanging out with a friend group like because I don't know why but I got into college and decided to get some black friends like, <laughs> and, yeah, and it was like a group of us and then there oh I'm sorry somebody's trying to call me there was um oh my was this one chick I was Monica or Monique yes Monique Monica yes I do remember Monica yeah, yeah. and she yeah. got pregnant and we yes. went to your house I forgot for what we went uh-huh. to your house for some and we were just sitting around doing or whatnot yes. and then uh, you made this comment, and I think you might even like posted it on Facebook later, like a joke to be like, remember I said this. Um, you were talking about, oh my gosh, her baby in the womb. You said something, something along the lines of, and that's on period. You were like, <laughs> her baby in the womb, like that's on everything. <laughs> right, right. That definitely sounds like something I would yeah. say. That definitely sounds so like we were that. still kicking it around that time. We were still right? kicking it around that time. We both like work, we started being independent, working at state school. We stayed in like the same apartment complex, two different buildings. Yeah. What was that? Uh I was like, King- oh S- Kingswood, Kingswood apartments. And yeah, that was yes. like oh six, oh seven. Yes, yes. Like yeah. we 
stayed there. We was like super grown. Look, we paying rent. Like we are grown, like living life. And then I just kind of feel like after after that, just kind of like life happens and you know you don't like have like a big falling out but it's just like life happens you transition hang around different people and things like that so I feel like the yeah, last yeah, time I grow yeah you do you grow you definitely grow and it's like you just don't hang around the same people anymore for sure so I think from there like we kind of went I mean, our own separate I think paths. I moved to Houston at that time. Actually. Yes, you did. You did. You did. You did. So you moved to Houston. I was still in Dallas. And then you came back to Dallas. And then I moved to the Houston area. Like some years later. Because I'm in like the greater Houston area now. So, yeah. So I want to kind of get into today's topic. Which is. <laughs> which okay. is things that have changed, like growing through your thirties, right? So what what do you feel like your life looks like in your thirties? Cause I mean, we're, we're 33, we're a day apart in okay. age. So what do you feel like life in your thirties looks like now? Yeah. I feel like life in my thirties looks like like my twenties, but with money. Right. Right. So, because I feel like my 30s are like completely different than what I thought they would be. Right. Um, At 18, I thought 30 was old. (laughs) And I definitely thought like, oh, my gosh, like you're 30, you're old. Right. But now that I'm in my 30s, I feel like it looks like peace. Like it looks like I know who I am. I know what I'm going to put up with. I know who I want to be surrounded by. I know who I don't want to be surrounded by. And I also know that like everything that happens in life doesn't have to be like a big falling out or like a big dramatic thing, right? You can peacefully walk away from things that do not suit you, right? And I feel like that's so important and just different being in my 30s because in my 20s, it was completely different. Like I wanted all the smoke. I wanted all the the issues and, and the complications. And now I just want like more peace than anything. So I feel like that's what my 30s really look like for me. Heck yeah, I totally understand that. Especially the peace part, like just wanting like for everything to just be leveled out mm-hmm. where it's supposed to be, you know. Mm-hmm everything's on time how it's supposed to be any hiccups or messes up or any you know any obstacles that come up you're prepared for them and you're just ready to go like I don't have no time for no extras no mess no nothing like yes I'm too old for that like literally like I'm 
I'm I'm too old. I really I'm famous for saying I'm too old for that. Like I don't have I don't have time. Like in the midst of somebody trying to get a little high, I'm I'm too old for that. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't really have time for that. You know, I have two kids, two dogs, a husband out. Like Definitely. I hear this all the time. So it's like I don't want to hear this from an adult. Like I just want to chill. You know what I mean? Yes. So does your life look different than what you expected it to be now that you're in your 30s? Honestly, yeah, cause. Mm-hmm. And I was like all through middle school, high school and stuff. People were like, you know, like you said, like you have a beautiful voice, you know, all this other stuff. And so mm-hmm. I thought I'm going to get discovered. Like somebody's going to be like, oh, you can sing. Come sing on our stage. And I'm going to be like, right. you know, but of course, you know, God had other plans for me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I went to three different colleges. Mm-hmm. Couldn't figure out what I wanted to study until I realized, like, okay, maybe this isn't for maybe. Maybe I need to just start working and actually think about what it is I want to do rather than wasting all this money. Just right. <laughs> taking everything. Right. That's true. So, so it took me a little bit longer to figure out what it was that I wanted to do. And I'm mm-hmm. that I actually took that time rather than continuing to go along the path like that other people were giving to me. Like, mm-hmm. It looks different to me because it's not what I thought other people wanted. And now it's. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel like now that I'm older and in my thirties, I definitely feel like my life is different than what I expected it to be. Um, Good and bad. So like I said, I'm married. I have two kids. I have two dogs, like car payments, mortgages, all this like adult stuff. Right. And I never thought that was going to be me. I never thought I was just going to be that just like, no, because I felt like I went through, I was never that girl that was like, oh, I just, I managed my wedding and just, I wasn't that person. So for this all to like kind of happen, it's like, wow, like I'm very grateful for it for sure. And I appreciate everything, but I definitely thought I was going to be still figuring out what I wanted to do. I know for like, when I graduate, I wanted to be a respiratory therapist did school for a little bit. Okay. That's a little bit too much math and science. That's not going to work for me. And then I was like, well, maybe I'll do nursing. Duh. That's in the same field. Again, too much math and science. So I finally ended up going into business. I I have an undergrad in business from the university of Houston and um, I work in insurance. You know what I mean? I've been working in insurance for almost 10 years now. And um, I just thought I was going to be like the person that was still kind of trying to figure stuff out. Um, I thought I was going to be like, maybe like a hippie or something like just very nomad and just kind of moving around and doing, cause I moved around a lot. Like I would, after my lease would be up, I'm like, okay, I'm moving to another apartment. I don't like this anymore. I'm going to move. And so I'd move from like a lot of places in Denton and then moved to Louisville. Then I moved to Addison and then yeah. from there I moved down here. So I definitely thought I was just going to be moving around, just kind of like not having any attachments and just kind of, you know, going wow. with the flow, trying to figure it out. I didn't even see it like that. Like I saw you trying to like get out of Dayton so you were yes. around the different places but I thought you were just like feeling it out like okay is this where I want to settle is this where I want to settle is that where I want to settle like check no. it out I didn't see it it was, like, it was like, I, I never I, just... I never wanted to buy a house until I had my first child and we were outgrowing the place that we were in I was like look I'm having my son he needs room we don't have room um we need to buy a house type thing but I never was that person that's like I want to set roots down somewhere because I was like you know I'm used to calling my landlord and saying hey like I have an issue come fix it right um yeah I get that now it's yes. like okay so you have an issue so what plumber are you finna call and you, this bill? <laughs> you know what I mean so that's like a, a right. completely different responsibility like I it was not used is. to that so 
I definitely, I mean, in a good way, I'm glad that I have a family. I'm glad that I, I'm settled and, and putting roots down somewhere, but I definitely thought I was going to be doing something different. Um, I know, like I said, I want to do nursing, respiratory therapy. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be a traveling nurse. Like I'm going to just be going from, I thought I was going to be a little rich auntie. You know what I mean? Coming back to Thanksgiving yeah. and my little Christian Dior and yes, girl, hey, <laughs> and little bad That's what kids I'm trying, trying to, to be. You know? And the little bad kids, you know, niece and nephews coming to me, girl, don't be stepping on my shoes, okay? Like, <laughs> I just came to get a plate and oh going about my merry way. I definitely didn't think I was going to be like, okay, like the mom and the aunt and the babysitter and having sleepovers yeah, with all these freaking yeah. kids. Like, I just, I didn't think that was going to be. But it was so worth it, right? I mean, I don't have It was. To, I don't know. It, it was, it's, um, being a parent has really changed my outlook on so much. My childhood um the way I look at my mom you know what I mean it's yeah. changed a lot because when you have kids you sacrifice so much to have those kids and make sure that they have better than you mm. and just you know pouring into them and you know yeah. um being a part of their dreams and stuff like that like my daughter actually sings it's the weirdest thing ever because yeah. she looks like she started to look like me and it's like this little girl that has this voice and I'm like girl who are you who are you trying to be <laughs> yours okay right like okay girl so it's like I kind of get to live through her you know what I mean yeah. um but it definitely was worth it it definitely was worth it for sure so awesome. how do you deal with FOMO so the fear of missing out and or like the society standards in regards to like the expected milestones see now I don't know what the expected milestones are so <laughs> I might be like I don't have FOMO because I, I don't know what I'm missing <laughs> right that's good though no that's good I mean I feel like with me, it's like, you know, I guess being a woman, you're supposed to be married at like, you know, 25. Surprisingly, I got married at 25, right? Ooh, and I'll then, check. you know, like, but I didn't go to school first. So I didn't graduate college until I was 31, right? Okay, so, right. you know, you're supposed but to- But you did it. I did. And it, I mean, it was worth it. But, you know, you go to college and then you get married and then, you know, you find the house and then you have the kids and then, you know, you set up your 401k and then basically just, you know, see the fruits of your labor and things like that. Right. But I think one of the main things for me is like when people have these standards of like you should be buying versus renting. Right. Like you should buy a home versus like renting. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> it's but you know what though? It's one of those things that it's like you literally like I I don't really think of FOMO of me like missing out on anything because of the fact that um it's like, I've done what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? Like I'm in my own lane and, um, I just do, I just do what I want to do. So it's kind of like, I don't really have to, um, look at anybody else's stuff and be like, okay, Hey, like that's, you know, they have this, like, I just kind of make my own lane. If it's something I see someone else is doing, then I'm kind of like, okay, like, how do you get that? Like, let me inquire to see how I can get that if that's something yeah. that I want to do and I want to pursue. But I don't really deal with like FOMO because I feel like 
everybody's life and circumstances are different. You don't know what someone else had to struggle to get to where they're at. So it's like, you know, you have your own struggles, like deal with your own stuff and and kind of figure out what you want to do. I kind of feel like it's not a one size fits all type of thing. It's never a one size fits all. Well, I mean, unless it's like a (laughs) t-shirt or a hat or something like that. But like situations in life, they're not one size fit all at Mm -hmm. all at all so I completely get that and I guess that's where I'm coming from when I say I don't have FOMO because like I'm thinking like I don't know what I'm missing out on but when you when you bring up like the basic steps of how things are I guess I'm going to say supposed to go for like yeah. with the school and the marriage house kids all this other stuff like that's not something that I like really want right <laughs> right least, and everybody's like, different you know what I mean yeah. that's I feel like that's what makes like us unique is that everybody's journey is different and some people have kids some people don't some people buy houses some people don't and I think it's just cool to you know go along with people's journeys and learn from them because you can learn a lot from people that are different from you for sure you definitely can and my whole thing was like I felt like that was uh, a heteronormative way of going way of going about life like I wasn't going to get married and have children because the man that I marry is not going to have a uterus so how (laughs) Like we can adopt, yeah, but right wasn't like part of the plan. So I didn't see things going that linearly. Like I was okay. like, that's not my life. <laughs> you don't want a surrogate at all. I just feel like you are so gifted. And first of all, bump the singing, right? That's like the icing on the cake. But like your personality <laughs> and then you have like this bright smile. I feel like there needs to be like a surrogate somewhere to to bring that to life, to bring I got little... nieces and nephews and a little that's brother. That's true. That's true. That's true. Actually, I got um. So my father had two kids, two other kids before Mm -hmm. he died in 2018 Mm -hmm. January, and Mm -hmm. my little brother. They're always every everywhere we go. They're like, "Oh, your son looks just like you. He looks just like you." Oh my gosh, does he? These are not my kids. Right, they're (laughs) my siblings. Yeah. Right. So okay, it's it's gonna go on. I don't have to have a serious. I mean, that's, you know what, that's even better, right? Because you don't have to deal with the price or now that they're a little bit older, you have to deal with staying up with them because that's a whole situation. So, I mean, it's a win-win for you. Mm -hmm. So what do you think is the biggest misconception about being in your thirties? I'm not sure. Like, what are some misconceptions that are out there? Like, like what are some things that are being... So, misconceptions, like I was saying earlier, we're 18 and we're like 30s old right? Like you're old Um, and you're just like this old. I mean, I definitely can't get up like I used to. (laughs) That is true. So I feel like that is definitely, I cannot pop, lock and drop it anymore. I definitely (laughs) stretch, right? I definitely don't wear heels like I used to. That's not happening. Um, I think too, like another thing is people, I saw like a meme on Instagram the other day and people were saying like you build in your twenties and you grind in your twenties. And then in your thirties, you kind of coast and kind of see the fruits of your labor. But I kind of feel like that's a misconception because if you think about it, 20 to 29 is nine years, right? You're figuring out college. Like if you're doing an undergrad, hopefully you finish in four to five years. I finished mine in seven. So (laughs) you you have to figure out, like you have to know, like I'm graduating high school and I know I'm going to go this path, right? in order for that to work. And that yeah. doesn't work for everybody, right? Like we already said, we've kind of went to school and figured it out and said, okay, wait, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't want to do this. Right. Let me take a break, that type of thing. So if you have this nine year time frame to get a degree, 
right? You're grinding, you're working, you're putting your 401k. Like you're really just getting started in your thirties. Like you're just now sitting there seeing like, okay, I'm not having this like little BS job anymore. And I'm making like $10 an hour. Like now I have a salary, right? With benefits and things like, like you're just seeing that. Like you're probably just now being able to take your 40 hour vacation, you know, (laughs) and go, go out of state or something like that. So I feel like that's a misconception because everybody does not blossom in their twenties as other people do, right? 20s are like, 20s are different. I feel like I was trying to be a thought. I was trying to be somebody's girlfriend halfway. But that's a grind though. You was trying to find hubby. (laughs) I wasn't. That's the funny thing. I was not, I was like, I'm going to be somebody's girlfriend. I definitely thought I was going to be somebody's baby mama. I did. You are. I'm going to be. You got to ring with it. (laughs) That's true. But I thought I was going to be like the ghetto baby mama, like. You need to pay this child support. Like <laughs> it's, it's your day to come pick up the kids from school. Like I literally thought if I had kids, that's what it was going to be. I definitely didn't think it was going to be a nuclear environment where I'm raising my kids with someone else. Right. Yeah. So I feel like that's a big misconception is that your twenties are where like you figured out, you could still be figuring out in your thirties. Right. Like you I know, like, I know some people podcast, that <laughs> they, they still figured out. They're like still I just figuring it out. Yeah. I just figured out like the end of last year, hey, I'm really going to start doing this podcast thing. No matter how it goes, who listens, who supports, I want to do it, right? Because my first hiccup was like, okay, who's going to listen, right? But when you do things like a passion project or anything, you have to do it for you. So it doesn't matter who listens. It doesn't matter who's going to support, who's going to, you know, um, comment or like or share or subscribe. It doesn't matter because you're doing it for you and it doesn't matter right. about other people's validation. So I feel like- And it like, doesn't matter when it comes out either because- Yes. So there's so many people who started in their thirties or later in life and we know them today as household names. Like- Yes. Like you wouldn't even thought they started that late because right. popular they are. So it really you you could be figuring it out in your thirties, grinding it out, you know, in your thirties and whatnot. So I see what you're saying. So yeah, that that misconception is definitely something that yeah, I just feel like you shouldn't put an age requirement on anything, right? You can get married at 25 or you can get married at 35 or 45. It's still important, it's still significant, it still means something, right? Like it right. shouldn't be okay, I have to do this. Like I know for women, especially when it comes to kids, like my biological clock is ticking. So I have to have kids by this age, right? I have to have kids by I'm 35 because if not, you know, the chances of like having babies with issues or, you know, things like that. Right. But at the the same time there, I know people that have had kids in their forties, like births, kids in their forties. Like it's just one of those things that it's like, you can't look at other people's lives and accomplishments and things that they've done at a certain age and then think that's what I'm supposed to be doing because it doesn't work like that like Mm -hmm. none of my friends were not on we haven't done things the same way right like we haven't all got married and then had kids some people had kids and then got married some people are like hey I don't know if I want to get married hey I'm still looking for a spouse like it's just I I think that's the biggest misconception about being in your 30s is that you're just going to have it all figured out and you don't Like, I still don't have it figured out. Like, I still, you know, I have a degree, I have a career. My husband has a degree and a career and we have kids, but it's like, we're still figuring out life. Like, oh, this is what our peers went through at this age. Like, how do they deal with this? I mean, Jesus, (laughs) this is a lot, (laughs) right? Like, how do you deal with this? COVID didn't happen and you're literally staying at home with your whole family, like hoping that you're not going to be on the next episode of Snapped, right? Because everybody (laughs) is here. 
everybody's here, right? So now it's like, okay, I really got to get to know this person. Like, maybe I really did. I thought I knew you, homeboy. I thought I knew you. (laughs) And now we here day in and day out doing activities, trying to find stuff for the kids to do. Now I'm bored. And I'm like, so what you gonna do, bro? Like, what, what's this about? Oh my gosh, what about this beautiful It It's been a very rewarding experience because I feel like not a, like the older generation, you know, they were just in the hustle and bustle and work and the grind and everything like that. So to have COVID come and, and just knock you off of your feet yeah. and, you know, displace the whole world, it seems like, and just life in general, and to still be able to say, I still want to be with this person is a blessing within itself because a lot of people are like, no, nah, I don't know if that's going to be for me because this is too much time, right? Like you don't realize how much time you spend apart from your spouse until stuff like that happens. I right? know it is a blessing, yeah. Because it's, it's, it's a lot. I can't be around too many people for too long. See? Unfortunately, I'm going to say unfortunately because, you know, as social creatures, being humans, like we need other people. Right. I live by myself for a majority of the, you know, of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, I've had to like go out to see people mm-hmm. and, and visit. Um, I didn't do that at first, but I was going to work every day, like mm-hmm. been working this whole time. Mm-hmm. So I was getting a fix like that, but I've been mainly by myself this whole time and like staying in the house by myself. It can, it's, it's his own little version of hell. Like you really have to love yourself in mm-hmm. a way that is really deep and profound yes want to be by yourself all of the time yeah like I I consider myself an introvert with extroverted qualities so I do like my space to go back and recharge mm-hmm. but around other people like I need somebody to get on my nerves for a little bit so I can have a reason to go recharge other right this I'm just I'm just full. <laughs> but is that not funny? That's another thing. Is that not funny how that's changed? Because I felt like when we were younger, we were such extroverts. Like I remember like we stayed in the same apartment complex and we would stay the night at each other's houses. Like, oh, I don't feel like walking across like the way. So I'm just going to stay yeah. out here. Like you want to order yes. tonight? And we were hanging out all the time and had no problems. Like Always I love Will. Somebody. He's like, come on, let's go. Now, like you said, I love having a good like little powwow, but I need about three to five business days to recharge. So like just come over and spend about, you know, two to three hours, you know, yes, I can text. Yes, we can may talk on the phone, but like, I don't need to see you until like three to five business days after. Cause I need that time to just kind of like recuperate, be by myself, lay in the bed, chill with my exactly. kids, that type of thing. So I can only imagine being like that. And then having COVID and like, you're by yourself all the time. And it's like, wait a minute, like, this is cool for a little bit, it was. but like, okay, wait, I just want to like, I want to be around somebody. Like, I just need that human interaction to just exactly. be able to like function. Cause like you said, we're human creatures and we we're not meant to be alone. We're meant exactly. to be around people and, you know, talk with people. So that's crazy. I, I right. like, how did your, I feel like my mental would have like, I, I, I feel like I just would have went crazy. I mean, Work kept, me, work kept me pretty sane because it gave me right. something to do every day. Right. But the, um, after that first period of where like, oh, this is cool. This is great. Everybody needs to stay home anyway. You know what I'm saying? Take right. Find your center. Get to right. you. You know, after that faded off, <laughs> I was like, I need to move. Because I was living in Austin at the time. So I was oh, like, okay. 
I need to move back to Dallas because I need to be close to my family. Right. <laughs> I need to be able to go visit somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because this is too much. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot. I and relocated. I during, so back in Dallas. Yeah. And that was, that was an event within itself. Yeah. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Because it just really shut down everything. Like I've been working at home and my husband is in education. So he got to like finish out his um, semester at home. My kids did virtual, but so I really didn't change anything. Like for me, like, I mean, I've worked through hurricanes. I'm in, in you know, the greater Houston area. So um, I've worked through hurricanes, like watched it rain for days. Oh, okay, well, let me still work. Okay. <laughs> so it wasn't anything really different there, but it was different just having everyone home all the time. Yeah. Right. Like two kids, a husband, two dogs. And it's like, okay, so like y'all not gonna chill, like just a little bit, like <laughs> just a little bit, y'all not gonna chill. Like we having to find stuff for my kids to do. So I can only imagine that was like super hard. So what do you feel like is the best thing about being in your 30s? Um I guess the experience of my 20s. Like mm-hmm. I'm through, you know well, a thought phase early, you know, already in going to the clubs and whatnot since seven. And so like having that whole mindset dwindle off early in the, Mm -hmm. now I got born. Um, I mean, having a little bit of money, like. (laughs) Yes. Having money left over from that check, right? Not having to eat ramen noodles for the next two weeks until you get that check. Being financially whole, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely, it definitely feels better. Yeah. 20s felt chaotic. And now it mm-hmm. just like, you, I can flow easier with the ups and downs. So, you know, right. Posting thing that we were talking about, mm-hmm. that's what it feels like. I can, I can roll with the ups and downs and it's not as, as tragic as they used to be. Right. Right. Cause I feel like if anything happened in my 20s, it was like so detrimental. Yeah. Right. Like it was, and you would think it would be the opposite because at the time I didn't have kids. I didn't have anybody else. So if like something happened, if I lost a job, okay, let's like, so get another just, job. You can, you can just bounce back. You can talk to the landlord and be like, I'm gonna be a little late on rent this. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, it yeah. wasn't that much to do now. It's like, I feel like what I love about being in my thirties is because I just know who I am. Right. Like I know who I am. I know I can be extra And I'm okay with that. As opposed to when I was 20, I felt like I kind of like around certain people, it's like, I felt like I had to tone Lacey down a little bit. Right. And like to be accepted. Right. Exactly. To, to be around certain people. And, and I valued those friendships that I thought were so important. I value them so much more in my twenties that now it's like, if I walk away from something or someone walks away from me, it's like, whoa, you did me a favor, girl. Like, it's okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? We it's, Put your hands it's, up. Yeah. Yes. Like, it's a whole, like, let's catch the spirit. Let's have a whole praise dance because yes. it's like, I just don't deal well with like a lot of foolishness now. Right. Whereas I feel like I put up with a lot of stuff when I was 20, when my twenties and it's like, oh, this is how life's supposed to be. You're supposed to be doing this and getting into it with people. And no, like I'm, Again, my whole thing is I'm too old for that, right? Too old for that. And so I feel like now it's like, I know who I am. I know like what I bring to the table, right? Like you said, financial wholeness. Like I know what my finances look like, what I want them to look like and how to get there. As opposed to my twenties, I felt like I was just getting paychecks. Okay, I got to pay rent. I got to pay water. Okay, like, oh, I got to go grocery shopping. Like, 
Maybe I can go grocery shopping at my mom's house, and get a little, you know, get <laughs> I some remember, little canned I goods remember, or whatever yeah. like that, right? And shopping it wasn't at Mama's like, was the best. <laughs> it was right, and they'd be like, "Okay, cool, like get this," because. I didn't realize that like, hey, like if you are only making seven, eight hundred dollars, like you probably shouldn't be staying in a seven to eight hundred dollar apartment. Right. That doesn't. Really right. These are the sense. things we don't think about in our 20s. Like, oh, I can afford that. Like, yeah. You just see I make fourteen hundred, <laughs> you know, fifteen hundred bucks. And that's like it. Like that's the month. Right. right. And I'm thinking of state school days because like that was like and didn't that was like the best job you could get at our age because we had benefits. Right. right. And we worked overnight. So it's kind of like we had the day to kind of state you know, job. figure out like everything here. else or whatever like that. And so you making this money and it's like, oh, I'm making money. Well, why I ain't got no money? Why every time <laughs> I get paid, I barely have gas. Like, okay, look, well, I'm gonna drive this week because I got gas. You can let your car kind of chill. And then next week you can kind of, you see what I'm saying? Like yeah, stuff like on. that. We just didn't think about I felt like I wasn't educated on or even cared to be educated on at that time yeah that's that's the thing right there it was like it's it's that's why I said the experience like being for those situations like of course people are like yeah that's what you need to do right you know find yourself a good job you need to work you need to you know I'm saying find your own place get some shelter pay your bills all this other But they don't tell you like, okay, you need to establish a budget and the budget needs to account for this and these things. You also need to be saving. You need to have an emergency fund. You need to have a savings, you know, just to have cushion on top. Yeah, just because. You know what I mean? Like, they're not telling you all this stuff. It's like, you need Yeah, to they're not. And I mean, like you stuff. said, like I said, you don't really care to know. You don't really care to know at that time. That's true too. If someone would have came to me and said, Lacey... Your your apartment, you're spending a little bit too much. Let me look at your finances and you probably need a lesser apartment. I would have been like, well, I feel like this is the lesser right here. Like I felt like, you know what I'm saying? This is, I'm, I'm literally taking the lesser, not the most. Okay. Yes. That's, that's what I, and I wouldn't have been open to hear somebody else's input that had more experience and had more knowledge on finances. And I just wouldn't have been open to that. Cause I felt like I'm grown. I done moved out and I got an apartment. I'm grown. So anything else anybody was telling me, I wasn't humble enough at the time to be like, okay, like maybe I should think more about my like emotional or excuse me, financial, you know, security at that point. And so I, yeah, I like can, it's, it's I can definitely identify with that as well. Do you feel like that's changed? Like now that you've yeah. Hell like, yeah, what yeah. now it's like, <laughs> I feel like that's all I talk about with like my family, Dietrich's family here, it's like finances. Like how do we, you know, grow money? How do we save money? How do we like set ourselves up? Because my main thing is I'm 33. I've been at my job 10 years this year. So I don't want to be 60 and I can't retire because I have a house payment or I have a car pay or something that's impeding, like something that you do that's impeding you to be able to retire. I want to be able to if I want to retire at 55, I want to retire. Right. I don't want to have to, it to be a situation where I'm like, Oh, like I really want to stop working, but I can't. Right. Because you know, the average age to retire is 67, right. That's the average age now. Okay. And then you think about it, our life expectancy is like around like 70, 78. So you really have, yes. For black people. So you literally only, if you go by that plan and you don't save and you don't um, get smart about your money. You literally only have 11 years to kind of like live your glory years. And by then you're probably sick. 
something's probably going, you probably have some ailments. You can't really do what you need. You, you know, be as mobile as you were 10, 15 years ago. So my thoughts are like, I don't want to have to retire, you know, um, at that age. Like, I don't want it to be, I'm still, I can retire, but I can't like, I I can't stop working. I want to be able to say, you know what, today is the day that I think that I'm gonna stop working. Cause I, somebody did something today and you know, that's enough. I got, I got everything (laughs) good. Everything is cool. I want to be able to just, you know, Hey, good day. You know what I'm saying? Because it gets harder as you get older, you don't retain knowledge as you used to. You're not as like open to learning new things as you used to be. Right. And I just don't want to be in that situation. So I think that's the main thing about being 30 is that I'm more knowledgeable and more, um, you know, cognizant of like where I want to be in 10 years, where I want to be in 20 years. Right. What do I want my life to look like as, as opposed to back in the day, like even when I bought my house, like what, six years ago, like, oh, you know, this is just going to be our starter home. And I'm like, now I'm like, no, it's not (laughs) the final end. all. You know what I mean? Like, because you get used to that, like that lifestyle change. So like, Hey, like I bought this house, but I want to go buy another house because I want to buy a new house. Like they, maybe something they're offering in a new house that I don't have in my house. And I'm like, no, I can make my house what I want. So I'm definitely that person that likes to renovate and say, Hey, I can, it'll cost me less money to renovate my house than to go buy a new house type thing. That's true. Oh, but you can also, you can also use it as an investment property. I can, but see, another thing is, is that I have a two-story home and I just don't want to have a renter in a two-story home because it, it costs so much to upkeep this home. Like it's two AC units, right? So that's the issue right there. One AC unit goes out, like granted you have another one, but all the rooms are upstairs. So if your upstairs unit goes out, okay, everybody's downstairs and they're laying on the couch. Like that's not really comfortable. You know what I'm saying? And that's a lot to have it as an investment property, right? Because it's like, so I'd rather have like a, like a regular, like three bedroom, two bath house as like an investment property that doesn't take that much to upkeep. It's not a lot of work as opposed to a two-story house because a two-story house just takes so much work and so much money. And (laughs) And you'd rather enjoy it. Yeah, I'd rather enjoy it. So I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm interested in doing investment properties, but this one probably wouldn't be it. This would probably be something that I would say for my kids and then like, hey, y'all have this house or however you're going to split it up and then me get a smaller house, you know, with Dietrich as we get older, something like that. Well, as far as I know, like what the industry that you're in right now, the insurance industry, um, financial services, like that's the number one industry um, for making millionaires. You know what? And that's true because one thing that I will say is like, I wanted to do nursing respiratory therapy because like they'll always need nurses. They'll always need respiratory therapists. Right. But now that I work in insurance, it's like COVID happened and it was so many, you start seeing who's essential and who's not, unfortunately. Right. Mm -hmm. And people had COVID people needed to go to the doctor. Like people were getting tested. And before they started making it more available to, um, you know, go to your local CVS or Walgreens or, you know, go here and go there and not be a big thing. Like people were actually having to go to the doctor, the urgent care, things like that. Right. And at first, before they made it into law that, Hey, you can go get COVID tested and doesn't, you don't have to pay for it. You had to pay for it. Right. Because I got tested. My daughter got tested and we paid like 200 bucks for like a person. Right. We ended up getting the money back. But at the time it's like, who wants to pay $400 to go get tested for COVID because they don't have all these little, you know, places that you can go and you can just do a drive through or whatever like that, because they didn't have a lot of tests. Right. They didn't have a lot of PPE, things like that. So 
when I saw that, I was like, okay, so I'm definitely in the right industry. Like, I'm glad I figured out in year nine, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm definitely in the right industry because it's like, you just see so much of how like people were struggling through that, you know what I mean? And still struggling through COVID and, and all its impacts and stuff like that. So definitely. I definitely feel like that's another thing about being in my thirties is kind of like settled and kind of figuring out like, okay, I am in the right place. Like this isn't anything that I need to go and okay, I'm going to go do something different. I want to go, you know, do this or, or whatever. So I feel like I just feel more settled, more sure of myself, more like this is me. And if you don't like it, you know what? Good day. I feel um, like it was always like that though. I feel like you were always like that. You know what? I, I did have a very bad, I'm going to say bad because I used to cut off people left and right. And I try not to do that anymore. Like you really have to like do something very like, extreme for me to be like I'm not dealing with you anymore I'm more forgiving so I will say that's a good thing about being 32 is because I was not forgiving when I was 20 like if you <laughs> you did something that I wasn't feeling you know what I mean I'd be like and I'm not dealing with you anymore that's it I can't do it I can't and do just it. stone cold about it too like that's it yeah. and I was known I literally would change my number like every five minutes so like that was the end all be all right like if I change my number <laughs> now you try to call me and this number is no longer in service like got you boop oh my gosh yes I yes. was I was that person so I mean I'm more forgiving I'm more understanding now of people's circumstances and and how people react um mainly about like I've talked about before in other episodes like generational curses and like really trying to be open to how people grew up and just open to it you know what I'm saying like yeah. as opposed to being judgmental because people go through things and they're a certain way because of what they've been through right they're kind of like a victim of circumstance if that makes sense so now I can understand that as opposed to saying you did this and I'm not dealing with you now I'll kind of be more like okay you did this let's talk about it like I didn't really like that but let's talk about how that's not going to happen anymore because I'm not really with it. You know what I mean? As opposed right. to saying, you know what? I'm not dealing with you anymore and that's it. I mean, it's just the, it's, I think it, what it sounds like to me is like your boundaries have changed. Like you went from yes. extreme hardcore boundaries yes. to being like, a, I'm going to put up a fence. Okay. Yes. Have a gate. You can come inside the gate. <laughs> right. <laughs> Instead yeah, of putting you up better a brick get it wall. Correct. And you bet. Yes, because I did. I was very, and it's funny because it's like, how are you like that when back then I was so extroverted and I was all about meeting new people, but then it'd be like, I'd be kicking it with some people and rolling with some people. Like, so what happened to so-and-so? Girl, she made me mad. I ain't doing one anymore. <laughs> right. And it'd be like, dang, I just seen you with the girl like two weeks ago. Yeah, girl. Week three, she wasn't, she wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, what a difference a day makes you know what I'm saying <laughs> like I'm a movement by myself okay and that's exactly what I mean by myself okay oh my goodness so yes. I mean you come I in definitely... by yourself you leave by yourself I'm good hello hello so what advice would you give if any like things that you've learned along the way as far as to where you've gotten now being in your 30s and like just those little nuggets you know those little nuggets that you have that you really have learned from um okay so I feel like I don't know nothing so <laughs> let's start off with that I know nothing <laughs> I know nothing okay. but um if I was to like give my little brother or sister some kind of advice like mm-hmm. thing I would tell them like you make sure that you think for yourself like you you trust yourself like mm-hmm. you make a decision about what it is that you want, whatever it is that you want to do, mm-hmm. you know, and then go for it. 
do do that. And then based on that experience, make your own decision from there as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Come to your own conclusions, take your own advice, you know, trust yourself rather than looking to outside entities, you know, for reassurance or anything like that. Because Mm -hmm. really, you come in this world by yourself and you leave this world by yourself. You'll look yourself, like, trust you. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you don't need to look to other people for validation. I feel like that's one of the most important things that I've learned up until now. Like I said, I'm 33 and I felt like for years I would do things and I would look for validation from my mom. Like I want my mom to be proud of me. Right. And I still do to an extent, but when that's not the driving force, when I do something. So like when I did this podcast, it wasn't like, okay, mom, are you okay with this? Or do you think this is a good idea? It was like, I'm doing it. And I would love for you to be on an episode, right? And let me know if you're down and things like that. And she did, which I was very grateful for. Um, So I feel like validation is very important. I feel like counseling is important. Um, That's something that really, I feel like helps me become the person I am today with the patience and being um, compassionate and understanding other people and being um, better to not look at somebody's situation and say, okay, I'm done with you, but hey, now it's like, I'm going to work with you. And I feel like when I started really being serious about going to counseling, it doesn't have to be an issue. So that's what I want to say too. Just because you go to counseling doesn't mean you have an issue or it could be you have an issue, right? And that's fine too. But I feel like normalizing counseling, right? Find you somebody that you are very comfortable with. I went through a few counselors, uh, you know, first session. Oh yeah, we want to get, no ma'am, she, she ain't going to work for me. That's going to be <laughs> next, right? I went through several, right? Yeah, you have to you find that right person that yeah. meets, that meets you and you feel comfortable with. And like, I mean, I, I really feel like my counselor is my friend, like, honestly, like we're not friends on social media or anything or have each other's cell phones, but right, like, right, right. numbers, but like when I get on a virtual session, I'm like, and hello, What's going on? Like we're talking, you know what I'm saying? We catch yeah, up and then we talk that, about yes. whatever issues or problems that are going on. And then um, so I feel like that that's something very important that like, you know, you you have to get counseling. Like I just feel like it's so important. Um, and then I really feel like just really don't care about what people say. I know that's like easier said than done. But I feel like that comes with like wisdom and age because when I was 20 something years old, it was like, I'm worried about what this dude think about my outfit. Like we finna go to the club and how he think I look and you know, am I being cute? Did I do my hair cute? Right now it's like, I be looking like a whole booger wolf Monday through Friday. Do you hear me? A whole homeless person. No, no. (laughs) Yes. Because I work from home, right? I I work from home. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, if you're working from home, yes. So I work from home. I have PJs on and I'm getting my kids ready for school and helping them and, and doing that. But it's like, I don't care. Like, I just, I know who I am and it's like, that's me, right? Yeah. And if you don't like it, it's kind of like, okay, well, that's. That's that self-love I'm talking about. That's that self-love I'm talking about. But I feel, but I feel like it takes so long to get there. For me, I feel like it took a while because, you know, your 20s and your, you know, you graduate high school and you're supposed to know who you are, I guess. Like if you're going to go off to college, you got all this other kind of stuff. I didn't, I knew that the next day after I graduated, I had to go to work. That's all I knew, right? <laughs> like I got That's a shift, 
Right. And it wasn't, I wasn't thinking about how I can save money or how I can do certain things. It was just like, I got to get this rent is due on the first late by the third. And that's all I know. Right. That was about as consistent. So now I just feel like knowing myself and, and just being okay with who I am and surrounding myself with people that are positive and I can grow from and I can learn from is like, that's really I feel like that's what molds you to be, you know, just a good person and, and who you're, whoever, you know, whoever you are, who, how you're supposed to be is to really just like delve into that, find out who you are. Cause that's, I feel like I still didn't really find out who I was in my twenties though. I feel like, hmm, really? Like, I'm not sure if I know who I am right now. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, like I feel secure in myself. Like, I right. feel like, you know, I've come to a place where I understand what I want, what I don't want, what I'll accept, what I won't accept, you know, things like that. But as far as like, who is this person that's inhabiting my body? Like, mm-hmm. who is this? Like, mm-hmm. to the core, core, core. Like, right. I'm not entirely sure that I understand that completely. And I probably won't for another decade or two. But- right. But that's okay though. That's every, yeah. that's that's everybody's journey is different. You know what I'm saying? And you're still like for me, I feel like I know who I am, but I know who I am at 33. Do I know who Lacey's gonna be at 43? Do I know right. who Lacey's gonna be at 40? I'm gonna be a completely different person, right? So you're still it's a continuous thing that you're continuously learning yourself, right? Yes. You have to like you're you're always learning. Like that's gonna be something that you're gonna forever do. It's never gonna be a point that you just, like you said before, you're not gonna know everything. Like I still- But it has to be conscious too though. Like it has to be something that you're aware of and that you're doing. Like for a long time, I was learning myself, but Mm -hmm. I know I was learning myself. I was just doing- Right, right, (laughs) right. Yeah, you definitely have to be conscious. You definitely have to be open and aware of like, you know, what's going on and and like how you're really capturing like the learning process and stuff like that. So I definitely feel like that's, that's super important. So- Will, I thank you so much for doing yes. my finale episode of season one of The Dotted Line. You're I really so hope that the people listening, like take a couple of nuggets from us, right? A couple of folks from Denton, Texas, class 06. <laughs> I do want to add that because that was the best class ever, right? Oh, school kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know what the new kids are doing you know what i'm saying but oh six was the best <laughs> class it was right it was, best class it was. was i gotta throw up the, the six right hey <laughs> <laughs> so i'm super excited you did the episode thank you again i love you so much it was a oh, great episode you. and y'all tune into the next season of the dotted line thank you thank you